4: under the sea did it just get warmer there'll be no accusations just friendly crustaceans under the sea where the hell are the
1: sharks
0: and now here's your dive guide for scuba radio greg the dive master
2: and welcome this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving i am greg the dive master cj is in the studio with me and he's right here, I swear.
5: Craig, how the hell are you?
2: Uh, it's Craig the Divemaster with a right. G. Sorry. Uh, 26 years and eventually.
5: Greg with the two Gs.
2: Now we know. There's two now Gs. Now we know. And then we uh, connected uh, via the web. We have uh, Barry, the, Barry the Bugger and we also have uh, Jerry the Diver Guy. Hey, Jerry the Diver Guy! Yeah, he's here. He's on the road, though. He's driving. I don't know where you go off to, there, uh, Jerry. What's going on?
0: I'm in Charlottesville,
5: Virginia.
2: And the answer to that question is well, or I should say, the question.
5: Okay, is now why. ask him where he is. Maybe he'll. Maybe he'll. Answer. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> well,
0: I'm in Charlottesville, Virginia. That's where I'm at. But
2: why? Why are I'm you going. there? What are you doing? What's going, I'm going on? going
0: Up to see two super radio fans.
2: He's going up Rich to see Clean uh,
4: Finley
2: oh really you're you're gonna yeah. what what are you doing I mean uh you're trying to scare him away from going to the beneath the sea dive show next week well, by going we up there and yeah. visiting them in person and like you know this is what you're gonna be uh missing if if you come out to Jersey next week is that well what are you doing exactly with them or can we not i guess we can't say catch a predator.
4: He's, he's having <laughs> <laughs> he's having uh issues with his. just in, uh, in the knowledge. nick of time he's being yeah. censored.
2: He's uh, going into the dead zone. Hey, look.
5: Yeah. What? It's a dead zone in the mountains
3: no matter what.
2: Uh-huh. Right. Right. So uh, what are you doing uh, with uh, so, Chris and his but, uh, uh, wife? Uh, yeah. Okay.
3: Uh,
0: well, I'm going up to Dive Connections and meeting them there and and we'll uh, probably go out to have dinner.
2: Okay. All right. So uh, he's just getting together with some of his uh, diver friends. We're going to see Chris and his wife up there at uh, Beneath the Sea, I believe, uh, next weekend. That's the big dive show. That will be the uh, dive center of the universe. Uh, Beneaththesea.us is the website to go to. If you're in that part of the country of the United States, go there. Make sure you uh, show up 9 a.m. Uh, next Saturday uh, is the big show. Uh, first time in three years. I'm very much looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time, uh, Jerry. Uh, I, we don't know that uh, Jerry's going to make it. We do. We don't know because you're getting some minor surgery this week, so he, it's it's kind of you're up yeah, in the air. Tuesday. Is that the deal?
4: Tuesday evening, I will know for sure if I will be
2: there or not. Right. He's having an implant uh, uh, put in. Don't I don't want I to know. An AI implant. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Okay. Whatever you want to call uh, call your little buddy is fine with us. But, uh, but yeah, depending on how the surgery goes, we'll determine whether uh, Jerry the Diver Guy is up there uh, in, uh, in the flesh. So but if you don't uh,
5: see him, something's gone horribly
2: wrong. Or, or right, uh, depending on how you look at it, right?
5: Depending on how you look at it, yeah.
2: <laughs> right. All right. Well, yesterday was St. Patrick's Day, so I figured it was a good day to kind of step back and reflect a little bit on our diving experiences. Oh, because St. Uh, be Patrick's Day is a day of. Uh, you Reckoning. Know, is it? No. It, well, it depends uh, It depends on how much you drink, I guess. Revenge. <laughs> uh, no? Retching? Day of retching? A day uh, of retching. Okay. Something like that.
3: The day of running the
5: snakes away, Greg. Okay. We're not uh, talking about the. Uh, right, we're that not talking right, about that's your that's love that's that's life. That's
0: Day is That's okay. What St. Patrick's Day is?
5: St. Patrick run all the snakes out of Ireland. Yeah,
2: we know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thanks for that history lesson. See, Jerry oh, the diver sure. guy, trying to make us a little bit more uh, informed on things we already know. AI but,
3: knowledge coming out. Okay,
2: all right. If you say so. Uh, but but regardless, it is a day where you're supposed to be kind of lucky, wearing green and all that kind of good stuff. So I figure, hey, what's the luckiest thing? that you've ever had happen to you on a scuba dive. I figured this would be a good day to reflect on such uh, thoughts. And uh, because, you know, there, there's been a bunch, a huge amount for me. I am more blessed in so many ways, and I, I probably got a few I could share. But I want to give the uh, Scuba Radio Scuba Squad an option or, or the uh, opportunity to uh, share a mouth off well yeah you know brag a little bit maybe whatever but you know uh, people listening might think like hey that's pretty cool yeah i'm gonna have to add that one to my list you know so it's one of those type of things that you can hear the luckiest things that have happened to us underwater and it could be you next time right yeah okay so barry barry the bugger Hmm. his name says it all i would assume his luckiest dive entails lobster because he's very the bugger. You would assume wrong. What? Really? No. Uh The
4: luckiest thing, or or the best find I've ever had on the dive. Well,
2: it's a little bit. I mean, you, you, you. feel fortunate we, that you we were, experienced it on a scuba Yeah, we dive. Well, to not locked, just experienced locked.
4: it. It was uh, diving a, a wreck, yeah. and we were some of the first in there. And when I hit the uh, deck, I found a really beautiful gold chain. Really? Yeah. And I gave that to my wife, and that that's what allowed me to continue scuba Stop diving. Up.
2: That's right.
4: <laughs> so, wait, you how many, many years ago? Do.
2: This was quite a while ago, then. Oh, I this assume. was
4: quite a while ago. So, yeah. I'm due to uh, find some more doubloons or more gold. Okay,
2: well, we'll back up a little bit here. So, this was a gold chain. Was it like, are we talking real life? pirate treasure stuff or something no, that no. somebody fell fell off another diver's neck? It fell off uh,
4: probably, and, a fi- I think, a fisherman's. I don't think a diver would have worn this. This was really heavy.
2: Well, why? What did it look like? But, you
4: know, uh, a gold chain, but a heavy gold chain.
2: A heavy gold chain. So you gave I mean, it to your wife like... like we here.
4: priced it out. You could have yeah. bought a whole kit of gear with it.
2: Really? It was that, yeah. it was that valuable, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you feel guilty at all that maybe you should turn it into authorities no. and... Uh, finders keepers oh wow where
4: was this exactly it was on uh a ship one yeah. of the uh wrecks out in fort lauderdale
2: in fort this lauderdale was a long time. Uh,
4: yeah he doesn't want to say yeah uh, you know, I, I you know it, no i've forgotten which wreck it was So it's probably about
2: out. you're talking about what 30 40 years ago right
4: uh, yeah sure
2: well yeah about that and what no, wreck I've was only,
4: it i i don't remember
2: you don't remember all but it was wrecked
4: off of fort lauderdale it was a wreck off a of Fort Lauderdale, yeah. and I would assume a lot of fishermen also fish off those wrecks.
2: Right. So it was
4: probably someone that was working the boat, maybe pulling a fish in, and he had his chain kind of.
2: Yeah. It, it was, was there anything together. else on the was chain identifying no, mark? Just,
4: it was no. It was, it was just a, chain, a gold chain, just the chain, and it wasn't broken. Yeah. So it didn't snap off someone's
2: neck, but Barry, did nice you kill chain. someone? Well, <laughs> he couldn't oh, kill anybody. I you know, the sure. water <laughs> is
4: deep Even out from there. The top panic. <laughs> he he robbed them there, uh, are, there are some areas up in I think, where's it, Palm Beach or area Where they have shipwrecks Out there, Yeah, I mean, old shipwrecks Where they do find gold sometimes Well,
2: it can happen, no, I, I, yeah. I don't Doubt it, and it is ironic That I happened to lose a gold Chain years ago when oh, I first okay, learned yeah, to 30 dive. years
4: ago, huh It's yeah. been, uh, I've been diving less Than 30 years, I think
2: No, that's not true, you're way older Admit well,
4: it. I may be older. It doesn't mean I was diving.
2: Okay. So, what what is your point? I was I've been diving as long as you. Same. you stop bragging
5: about
4: your You've lack of diving. experience. <laughs> You've been diving <laughs> longer than me. So when you lost your chain while you were diving, it had nothing to do with the chain I found because that chain was fresh on the deck.
2: Is it oh Well, I'm just yanking your just chain because it had the initial G H on it. That's yeah, right. Coincidence. <laughs> exactly. Purely <laughs> coincidental. Okay, look, what's the luckiest thing you've done on a dive? We'll talk about it next. Stay close to the world's first radio show devoted to diving.
3: This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. FULA! You'll hear that a lot when you visit Fiji. It's more than a greeting. It's the spirit of this friendly country. With 333 islands, white sand beaches, and year-round tropical warmth, it's hard not to feel happy at this exceptional dive destination known as the soft coral capital of the world. Fiji Airways has a modern fleet of aircraft to take you to Fiji in style and at great prices. Contact your travel agent now or go to FijiAirways.com and plan your Fijian dive adventure. That's FijiAirways.com
2: However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit Explorer Ventures
0: The world's first radio show devoted to diving.
4: Scuba
2: Radio. Dive, dive, dive.
1: Hello, this is Koji. I'm a diver originally from the land of the rising sun. But now, America, my home, you are listening to Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving.
3: Godzilla!
1: Now, here is someone considered by many to be the Godzilla of diving
2: Greg the Dive Master. Come in, Tokyo! This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. I wonder what Koji would say, uh, other than come in, Tokyo, uh, when it came to what is his luckiest. The luckiest thing he's seen underwater on a scuba dive. He's a big lobster guy, so I I would have a feeling it might have to do with, you know, seeing a Godzilla-sized lobster. That's just a a guess. That's a good guess. Yeah. I think he probably, uh, that would be, uh, you know, at his list. That is one of mine. You know, St. Patrick's Day yesterday, we're asking, what's the luckiest thing you've seen underwater? I would have to put right up there for me was the time. Actually, I was diving with Barry the bugger, and we were on his boat, and we actually witnessed a lobster walk right there off of uh, the beach in Fort Lauderdale.
4: Yeah, And it it wasn't a a little lobster walk. I've never seen you carry such a big bag back to the boat. Right. And trying to haul it over the gunnel was amazing.
2: It was a massive amount of lobster. And uh, they 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 weren't actually walking when I saw them underwater. They were bunched together, probably about three or four deep. Like a, they were kind of like it was like an underwater lobster rave. And I just looked at them, and I'm like, "Okay, I'll take this one. I'll take that one. I'll take this one. I'll take that one." And shopping, uh, yeah. And uh, next thing you know, my my bag was uh, filled to the brim. They weren't even yeah.
4: trying to get away from
5: you. Not you were really.
4: you with your hands.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you pretty much take your pick, dive god
4: style, right? Well, you were with J- I think then you were diving with James that day.
2: That's right. Bubble yeah, yeah. Boy was yeah. with us, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was uh, down there too. So we, you know, uh, and I was holding the bag for both of us. So we had we were able to get twelve apiece. So we had twenty four lobster that we uh, came back up uh, to the uh, surface with to Barry's boat.
5: I'm so pissed off! I missed that.
2: That was a magical dive. No doubt. Yeah. I haven't been able to replicate it since, and, and that's why I feel I was so lucky just that to even lucky. see it, let alone catch that mini lobster. Uh, so that was one. I've got a bunch more. Uh, CJ, what do you think? Do you got one?
5: Yeah, I've got several. I, I could say the Hammerhead dive in Bimini. I could say the Reef Shark dive in Bimini. Yeah. I could say a lot of cool stuff from Fiji, but I was kind of expecting that, so it didn't have a feeling of surprise or luck. Okay. But. The one that comes to mind as being the luckiest, in you were on this dive. Barry may have been with us, too. I can't remember. Yeah. We were uh, diving in Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. and we got visited by a pod of dolphins. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That, that was, was
3: super
2: cool. That was on a lobster dive. I think it was the second dive of the day or something. We were, it was towards the end of the dive. And we happened to swim by, a, a, I don't know, it was about four or five well, They dolphins. came to visit us. Yeah, they swam right by, and we're like, whoa, look at that, a pod of dolphins swimming right by us, checking us out. Yeah, that was really cool. That was
5: <laughs> something. I was very lucky, I thought.
2: And, and actually, on that dive, too, we had kind of run out of finding lobster, if I remember. We didn't see many lobster on that second dive, and I was kind of getting bored, and I'm like, well, what are you going to do? We just kind of cruise along, and then all of a sudden, hey,
5: look, there's Flipper. Yep, How that was that? cool. How about that? So that's probably my luckiest.
2: Okay. So,
5: uh, dolphins. I've never found any, uh, gold necklaces. Right.
2: Uh, not even a pearl necklace. Moving on. Jerry, the diver guy (laughs) is in the car, but I'm sure he's had a lucky dive or two in his, uh, diving career. Uh, Jerry, can you share? What do you think? (laughs)
0: You, well, look. Any dive with you and CJ has always been the luckiest dive
4: well, that duh. I've come back from.
2: Well, okay. <laughs> no, wait talk a minute. Of, he talk just about. hold on. He just flipped that on us, didn't he? He just it is the luckiest dive that he survived. That me and him. What, what, what? I was gonna bust exactly him on that, but right. I didn't.
3: Oh boy,
2: that is inappropriate. <laughs> And you mean why like a,
3: would you want to bust me on that?
5: Like you know, like a, are you talking about a certain diver you took off from the flag and then oh, we had to go right. find you? Oh, right, Koji,
3: look, had to the, find diver, you.
5: Chair the, the diver, the diver guy, no went flag. rogue. Yeah, I was getting lobster and you all left me no. in
0: jealousy. Yeah. You but left us. I was us.
5: catching lobster and you all wasn't. I had the flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah do it say uh, hey, whatever you want
2: but look uh, the truth look, i got chris and kathleen now yeah hey chris hey kathleen how you doing so uh said, all right. how y'all doing he said suck
5: they said suck it, it loser what no, they What? they is they said suck it losers. i don't think no, that is i don't think, think that's uh, we can see them and hear them yeah. he's trying to tell us <laughs> what they said but they're right there right I just read The
1: dive master has it right.
5: Suck
2: it losers. Yeah, I say that. <laughs> yeah. I say that. All well, right. So yeah.
0: Dive is a lucky dive. But anyway, thank you all. Anything y'all need, let me know. Bye.
2: What do you mean bye? bye. All right, you leaving he's out us? Of here. Yeah, yeah, that's he's it. Out of yeah. I'm
3: leaving y'all. All
2: right. I'm, that is lucky. I'm going with the real people <laughs> now. Okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> go. Go have fun. We're still lucky. Right. We win in this whole scenario. You're just lucky to be with me, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> sign off. You're done.
3: All right. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Jerry, the diver guy. Yeah. You now know,
5: it's just a squad of one. Well, we got this may uh, have been the smallest scuba squad ever.
2: No, no, no. Casey, the tobacco nut, is standing by. Oh, is he? Yeah. All right. And I, didn't I, see I think we got Mermaid Kristen joining us. Uh, we got our Ninja Warrior is going to join us a little later on. Even the Aqua Gypsy. Is threatening to join us uh, on the show today because they all want to share their luckiest dives. It's it's kind of a thing. So uh, yeah, but I don't know what uh, Jared was trying to say that that was a lucky dive. He had that nothing. was a terrible dive.
5: He had nothing. So <laughs>
2: that whole dive, you know, he he uh, you know, we were doing a three man uh, a dive team hunting for lobsters once again, and uh, Jerry got the lobster fever. And he didn't pay attention. I had the
5: flag in the bag, and you were just, like, cranking him, man. You right. Were I, I, in. You, was, you I was tickling them, and You found uh, a, a hole, him. and you were putting him in the bag, and we're like, all right, we're cleaning up. I I look over. Jerry's Jerry? gone. He's said, nowhere to be it. seen.
2: The visibility was maybe, like, 20, 30 so feet we did that. look around a little bit.
5: And what you do, him. you look
2: around, you go to the surface, and then we're like, where is he? Popped
5: up to uh, Koji. Give, give Koji the lobster bag and look for Jerry, and yeah. Koji thought he saw jerry's bubble so it's like
2: you don't know where he is i said no where the hell way
5: away from us
2: yeah he was uh and out of air he was low on air he uh finally popped to the surface we were a little annoyed because we could have got more lobster if we wouldn't have came up and uh was trying to find him and then he he tried to turn it and say it was our fault we're like wait a minute cj has the flag he's full of the guy with the flag has never lost. Correct. If you lose, the person with the flag Funny. you're the one lost. Funny.
5: Uh, uh, Greg stayed with me.
2: That's right. Because I stay with the person who has the flag. That's uh how you're supposed to do it. And Jerry
5: parked that flag right next to the lobster hole. Yeah.
2: So I don't know how that was lucky for Jerry, because uh, he didn't really catch many either. By the way. All right. More coming up. Stay close.
0: surface interval is complete you are now clear to dive with scuba radio. scuba radio the world's first radio show devoted to diving
2: scuba radio. dive dive dive
3: this is better than porn it's like porn and shark week combined
1: he's got, he's got no, no legs, legs to kick with, with. And, and he's got, got no arms, arms to swim with, with. but, but nonetheless none he yeah. is a scuba yeah. dive dive man. Man. And,
4: and he's new to it the best he can. can. Scuba Diver Man! Doing the best he can. Scuba Diver Man! Scuba Diver Man! Scuba Diver Man! Scuba Diver Man! Scuba, Diver Man. Scuba Diver
2: Man! His brain ain't right, but it's fun. Okay. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ in the studio with me, Barry the Bugger, also Casey the Tobacco Nut is with us uh, you know it's a day after Saint Patrick's day so we're we're asking what's the luckiest thing you've seen underwater uh even uh let's see the aqua gypsy is gonna join us later on to share uh, maybe even mermaid Kristen yeah she might be here too so uh, we got a bunch of uh well and, and, and uh, mermaid Rachel too oh I like mermaids okay so you're you're in uh, you're in luck you're in the right place I mean you know seeing a mermaid underwater. Is kind of lucky, I'd say. And a lot of times when we travel on our liveaboard trips with Explorer Ventures, or out and about at the Beneath the Sea Dive Show next weekend, we will probably have a mermaid on display for your uh, picture-taking pleasure. Greg, yes, Barry,
4: you need to speak with an inside voice now.
1: Excuse me could Could you tone it down a little bit?
2: What are you talking about?
1: Oh, Uh, I like mermaids. It's way too loud. Okay, what was way yesterday? Way too loud for this early yeah. in the morning.
2: Right, someone's a little hungover. Had a few, a few too many green beers. He still looks a little green around the gills. I saluted
4: my honorary saint.
2: You did, huh? Many uh,
1: times.
2: So you went to the throne and uh, made a deposit. <laughs> the whole thing in his honor. No,
1: I don't. I don't do that. I'm a. I'm a well trained, experienced. Uh, supporter of my political goals yes
2: okay i don't even know what that's rambling supposed to mean but uh anyway it's casey the tobacco nut and uh hey, guys. i would imagine yeah. uh you've been pretty lucky over the years when it comes to all your scuba diving that you've done yes does one stand out casey like uh where you're out and about yeah. and yeah. you had the, one of the luckiest things happen to you while you're underwater what what was it
1: I was diving in the Sea of Cortez, um, in the Baja. Yeah. And I was in about 20 feet of water, 30 feet of water, drifting along when suddenly I was in the middle of a bait ball. I was surrounded by these minnows or sardines or whatever they were. And then the bait ball cons- was consumed by a school of tuna. So I was in the middle of this bait ball with these huge tuna were swimming through it, yeah, slaughtering these, I don't know what they were, sardines, we'll say. Hmm. And the experience was just surreal because as fast as it started, it stopped, and the ocean was just clear again. Really? I don't so know where they went. So you just tripped it all
2: into a bait ball. Yes, Interesting. Or
1: it formed around me. I don't know, because well, I'm kind of shaped like a bait ball. Well,
2: I mean, the only reason, like, a bait ball would form around you is if you were had something coming out of an orifice that they were feasting on. An orifice. <laughs> uh, that could be an underwater puking episode. It could be an underwater, uh, you know. Uh,
1: I was wearing short shorts. Okay. Yes, you know. And yeah, I mean, you were in, you're close to
2: Mexico, and you probably had a little built up in the whole digestive tract area and <laughs> oh, uh, nice. I had had a few
1: tequilas with lime.
2: Okay. But uh, were you nervous at all? Because I don't know that I'd want to be in the middle of a bait ball like that.
1: No, it actually it actually uh once I was in I didn't realize it was a bait ball. I thought, well this is weird. I'm just in this really huge packed school of sardines, we'll yeah, say right. And I was just kind of looking around when all of a sudden this huge, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 pound tuna goes zooming past my head. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the slaughter began. I mean, there were little pieces of sardines drifting past me and fish were zooming around everywhere. Wow. And then it was just like over. It just, they all moved on. Interesting.
4: And it was, like, was
5: it a bloodbath?
4: Not
1: so much blood, but it rained scales.
2: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they call it fast food. I I would I I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, having the tuna is one thing, but you know, right behind the tuna, there there's probably going to be some other bigger animals. Uh, Maybe, right below. But at the
1: time they they were, they were there when it formed up and it happened. It was just this massive school of tuna.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've seen plenty of uh, video of bait balls, and it, it is an impressive sight. And, I, you know, an honor to be able to witness that while you're underwater, I can imagine for sure. And I i don't know if I've seen a bait ball. I've been surrounded by uh, schools of fish like, you know, Barracuda and literally had them school around me, which was, I mean, literally just thousands and thousands of them and just going, whoa, uh, this is wild. Uh, I, you know, I feel a little uneasy, but they didn't have any interest in me whatsoever. But a bait ball is a different ball game. I wouldn't be worried about the sardines, but I might question what else is in uh, in the ocean going after them. Big other ass than whale. These tuna. I <laughs>
1: didn't really you. have time to even think about it, Greg. It just it happened within a matter of, I would say, a minute.
2: Yeah. Okay. A big ass whale. A big ass whale could be in feeding Ooh, on them too. That could have been interesting. Yeah, you could have been like Jonah. Was He's any gonna, of the yeah. tunas
5: right. have glasses on? And did you hear? Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hmm I'm just trying to f- determine if he was dreaming or not.
2: Oh, uh, I, I don't. I'm not sure. wrong with you, people. So, so, I, well, that's so true. I describe
1: yeah. my magical moment underwater.
2: You're right. Luckiest. And you
1: immediately assume I'm, a, I'm hallucinating.
5: Well, no, I didn't say not it immediately. Halluc- it took me a couple minutes. Right. To formulate oh, okay. that theory. All right. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know, that would be pretty lucky to see a bait ball. I'd love love to that see be, that. That
5: would be. I don't trippy. know that
2: I I just like I said, I don't I I just don't know if I'd want to be in the middle of it. I'd rather Hey, you know, nothing you can do, man.
5: Out. I mean, if you're floating by and I don't know if you could necessarily kick out of it too easily. Yeah, well, depending yeah. on how big it was.
2: Well, how big was it? Obviously bigger than you. I, yeah,
1: obviously bigger than me. I mean, yeah. you know, how so big was it? Figure- works, I- I wasn't on the outside looking in. I was on the inside looking out, hard to measure.
2: So it just kind of uh, swam off, and, and they just disappeared.
1: Yeah, they uh, they attacked it, and they were tearing them up, and next thing I know, I was in
5: clear water again.
2: Yeah, Casey the tobacco nut is missing a nut now. I'm sorry?
5: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. Now, if that was Jerry in that bay ball, you would have
2: heard, what the hell? Okay. Is that what you would have heard, heard? under? All- what the hell? <laughs> All right. Interesting.
1: Who's drunk?
2: Yeah, you think that's you really think that's what we'd hear. Yeah. Okay. If you say so. I I just don't know. I just don't know. I tried the time or time. Yeah, I mean, you would hear something like that. For sure. All right. Well, the luckiest thing you've seen underwater. You got any others that you would like to share, Barry? Or was uh the no. one that you It was just one. J- you're only j- lucky once.
1: Are you talking no, 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 to me no. and calling me Barry? Are you talking to Barry and addressing him correctly?
2: No, I was talking to I was, I was yeah. talking to Barry. No, I talking mean, to Barry, okay. Barry I, already not, shared one. Yeah. yeah
4: oh, any, okay. Diving, okay. any diving that I've done, is there's always been something magical that has happened. But,
2: oh, uh, oh, that's such a wussy answer. You like that,
4: right? No,
5: but it, <laughs> no, I, it's I didn't, true. actually.
2: I thought that was a terrible answer. No, okay, I,
5: well. I mean, uh, uh, no, I want uh, you to no share. No more of a cop out than Jerry's was. Well, that's true. Jerry
2: never even answered. Every
1: dive. You got a hat for me, sexy?
2: Hey, baby. What's going down? (laughs) What is that all? You guys are taking a uh, very disturbing turn when you start. Oh, I have another another lucky. Another lucky dive that you're willing to share? Which one? It just just came to my head. Okay, which one?
5: When I got certified with the two Brazilian swimsuit models.
2: Oh, really? That was pretty damn lucky. And why was that lucky?
5: Cause man, it was. Fun. You didn't get Super lucky, pretty. did you? Or no, you just I just felt lucky. I didn't get lucky, but I was lucky to uh, witness that.
2: Ah, uh, oh, okay. I like mermaids. Well no, they weren't mermaids; <laughs> they were just models, right? Um, one of them was a mermaid. Was oh, yeah, yeah, there you. Kelly go. Kelly was a mermaid, was right? You? Yeah, yeah, sure, that counts. All right, there you go. That's pretty lucky.
0: More coming up. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. <laughs> Yeah. Prepare to rig for dive! Your surface interval is complete. You're now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba
4: Radio.
0: The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio.
4: Dive,
2: dive, dive.
5: We are a four man saturation dive team. Get sorted up! We're ready to leave surface.
3: Well, because there's too many fish in the sea. You know, there's too many fish in the sea. I said that shop one song.
2: This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ's in the studio with me. We got Casey the Tobacco Nut and Barry the Bugger running out the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad. And uh, you know, being on the heels of St. Patrick's Day, I feel uh, I felt it was just uh, a good time to reflect on the luckiest dives that we've had in our career of diving. And uh, so that's what we're sharing today.
4: And
1: in actuality, the luckiest dive. Is every dive
4: okay that, that is true Ooh, thank you same <laughs> thing I said
2: or the next dive is but what I've I said like it to say better yeah yeah you okay, if you say so we'll, we'll we'll go with that uh and it'll be wrong once again, but regardless, uh there are some other uh highlight dives I want to share, one in particular when it comes to like fish in the sea, probably the most uh the craziest dive I ever had was in the Galapagos. And what made this dive so cool was not only the people I was diving with were pretty awesome. One of them was uh, Jerry Beatty from Dive Training Magazine. He was my dive buddy in the Galapagos. And we do this dive where we're drifting along the Galapagos Islands. Pretty good current, but we had a team of four people, and we're cruising along. They're following us in the inflatable along the surface and watching our bubbles And so, our punga is what they would call it in the uh, Galapagos. And uh, we're we're cruising along, and there was a school of manta rays. Oh, that would be that. I mean, you can't even imagine uh, how many there were. There were thousands of them in all levels of the water column. So, deep, medium, at the surface, even, they're floating along. I mean, we're, we're seeing mantas that are like, you know, 10 feet wide minimum you could ride
5: them like aquaman
2: you literally could have walked uh, across the surface on top of the mantas there were so many of them it was the craziest thing i'd ever seen never seen anything like that in my entire life so like hundreds by your guess oh at least I mean, literally, it could have been thousands. And that it, was your luckiest, one of your luckiest dives. Well, I mean, th- just that alone was, was enough. Were you but like, what made it I even, feel so fortunate. Well, what made it even more lucky and more, you know, uh, nutty was that at the end of the dive, I was just like, this is just insane, you know, your sensory overload. And we do our safety stop, and uh, we're hanging out, the four of us, and I'm I'm almost out of air, so I'm like, okay, I signal to Jerry and the rest of the gang, like, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, head up, and I'll be the first one back up on the inflatable, and we'll head back, right? So I give the signal, start to ascend, and you know, break the surface, and and how they have it set up, you're supposed to take your gear off at the surface, hand it up to the guy on the boat, and da-da-da. so I'm doing that. And next thing you know, they the other rest of the crew start popping up, and Jerry pops up, and goes, Greg, killer whale. I'm like, what? Get out. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to fall for that because he's pointing behind me. And uh, and, and actually, a couple of days before, I'd asked the dive master on the on the liveaboard boat we were on, uh, the Humboldt Explorer. Uh, what's What do you get excited about the uh, things you see in the Galapagos? And he goes, oh, a couple of times a year, we have killer whales that will cruise through. And that's the thing that really gets me excited. I'm like, yeah, okay. So when Jerry says this, I'm like, he's just, you know, busting me, right? And and so I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. I'm not going to fall for it, but I can't help but turn around. And so I turn around, I look, and I see eight big black fins Whoa. about 15 feet away from me. I'm like, oh my god! And you know, so we hurry up back up on the boat. And then you know, they're just you know, they're going nuts. Is Greg? You won't believe what happened. I'm like, what? He says on the when you gave the signal that you were going up, literally this pod of eight killer whales swam right behind you and one of them actually rubbed up against one of the guy's fins. Ooh. And I and I was like, "What?" I'd be like, "Don't act like a seal. Don't act like a seal." Well, <laughs> I didn't know. And uh so but they were we were all excited about it and we got to actually track the killer whale pod for the next 30 minutes through uh through the Galapagos Islands. It was wild. They they had caught a sea lion and they were catching the sea lion in their mouth, or one or two of them, was catching the sea lion, and then they wouldn't eat it. They would just catch them in their mouth, like trap them for a few seconds, and then they'd flip them up and let them swim a little while more, and they'd chase them, and then they'd catch them again, and then they'd let them go. Playing with their food. Exactly. And we got to watch that. you like, they didn't
5: do that to you, throwing it well, up in the air. you know, bad I'm filming
2: whale,
1: this. Bad I, whale parenting is yeah, what that
2: is. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, we were in these small little... Uh, inflatable boats they had two of them that were following the killer whales along and what was wild about it is the the killer whales were bigger than the boats oh yeah and i was filming a video and and they were like you know right alongside the boat and i'm like this is how come i've never
5: seen this video you never show this to me the the only
2: down the the video has been out there online before but the problem with what i got is that at the time, I was relatively new filming, and one of the bonehead mistakes I made as a beginning videographer is I didn't wipe off the lens. So I had droplets of, uh, you know, water, seawater on the front of the on the video, and so it made things all blurry and kind of, you know, nonsensical. That could be considered
4: so. artsy sometimes.
2: Yeah, maybe, but I, you know, I still have the the footage. But anyway, so I'm shooting this stuff. And literally, these these whales, you could see, see them because they were cruising right along with us, and they, they would like tilt up, and you'd see their eye, and I'd film, I'm, I'm like, you know, not even five feet away from this killer whale, and I see him looking right at me as I'm filming them, and I'm thinking like, wait a minute.
5: <laughs> you need to show me that
3: video <laughs> wait later. Wait
2: a yeah. minute. What is this killer whale thinking? You know, is <laughs> He's he thinking, thinking like, am I still
1: hungry? Yeah, or I'm like- I-
2: You know, this this seal that we keep catching and releasing is kind of fun, but, you know, he looks pretty tasty, too.
5: You know what might save you is uh, they probably wouldn't like the taste of or the texture of, like, your tank.
2: Probably uh, not. Metal. But uh, at this point, I didn't have a tank on. I was on the boat. Oh. So okay. I was just sit there holding my camera, looking at him, and I'm, like, yeah. trying to get the shot. And, and then I'm yeah. thinking, like, wait, this whale is looking right back at me, which was- Looks just like a toothpick. Magical in itself, but then I'm thinking, like, wait a minute, what's he thinking? You know what you
4: are? <laughs> I know what he's thinking.
5: Easy protein. Yes.
2: <laughs> he's thinking, like, well, he, yeah, there's not a lot and of meat on that bone. And halfway
1: through, he'd spit you out and go, God, I don't like monkey heart. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well at the time i didn't have bones this right. long before then oh, bones. okay yeah so yeah it was a truly uh crazy experience but i feel extremely lucky to have uh experienced that adventure because that cool. was very truly cool. wild i mean it was a that was a true discovery channel moment and in all my years of diving uh, I got to say that is one I, I, you know, there's certain episodes that you have underwater when you're a scuba diver that you never forget. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, was that uh, cold
5: water? It must have been cold
2: water. Yeah, oh yeah. It was cold. It was definitely cold. But, you know, just like I said, even if it would have stopped with all the manta rays or moblias or whatever the hell kind of rays these were, uh, the, the, it would have been a memorable dive just with that. But then at the end, to have the killer whale experience, on the tail end of seeing the most mantas I had ever seen in my entire life, and still haven't replicated it to this day. I mean, uh, that'd be a tough one. It, it was, it was wild.
5: You may never see it again.
2: That's why, uh, you know, when, when, when the planets align and you have those moments, I mean, that's what make that's what makes scuba diving so special. You never know when it might happen. It could be, you know, you just cruising on a typical day in Fort Lauderdale or down in the Keys. You're not expecting much, and bam! Great white! Right! It could happen. Or a whale shark. Or just some weird behavior that uh, that you've seen underwater. In Hawaii, I, I saw a uh, an eel and an octopus uh, battle it out, kind of like a scene from Godzilla. I'll talk about that in hour two. As we reflect on some of the luckiest dives we've had in our diving career here you on the world's first radio, radio show devoted to diving. Mine and many more coming up. Show. Stay close. From
3: Captain Ron to Jack Goodstow, they all love scuba Radio. All the boat down below if you want to stay in the know. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on scuba Radio.
0: Google Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio.